Bloomberg was literally a dictator of New York City. Mm-hmm. Don't f- he did the same thing Bolivia did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was a mayor for a lot longer. It went from Giuliani to Bloomberg, and yeah. only recently have we had de Blasio. Yeah. So that big gap in the 2000s was all bloomy. Welcome back to Life in the Left Lane. I am Tom. I am joined by Austin. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How about you, Tom? I'm fine. I'm all right. Everything's fine. (laughs) And everything is all right. (laughs) So descriptive. So descriptive. (laughs) Like I said before, I am a man of many word. Yes. How are you? you? How's your your week been? Um, It's been, I mean, there hasn't been much of a week yet. It's only Tuesday. But shh, no one knows that. <laughs> now they do. You <laughs> fucking ruined our surprise. That's what it was. It was a surprise. Was it a surprise? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was. You just weren't in on no, it. Okay. It's okay, though. Yeah. So, how was your two days, I guess? <laughs> Whatever. Not bad. Sure. I'm finally back in New York. Uh, yes, in the Keystone State. Well, that's your state. The Garden State. Empire State. <laughs> The Apple State. <laughs> <laughs> the Trump-free state, by the way. Oh, it's Trump-free Did, today. He was here yesterday. Yeah, for now. Oh, great. Did you hear about the the pro or the uh, petition to try to rename the street that Trump Tower is on? I did hear about that, yeah. Do you if have any details? Try- I don't know the specifics. Uh, I don't know, like, whatever his address is, but they were trying to get it to become Barack Hussein Obama Road or oh, or something like that, but with the number of the where the building is. That would piss them <laughs> off. And they got enough signatures for the petition, so they, you know, they passed it on, and Bloomberg said that if it comes to his desk, he's going to sign off on it. Really? He's, he's good to go. Oh, of course. That'd be that would be absolutely amazing, whether you like Obama or not. I don't think even, it doesn't go to Bloomberg. I think he just voiced Oh, wait, wait, you mean de Blasio. What did I say? Bloomberg. Oh. We're going to talk about him later. That I is, think that's why. That is yeah, a Freudian I mean, slip. <laughs> that is. That is a Freudian slip. And I'm not even on cocaine for that. Isn't that weird? Weird. Yeah. Weird? But anyway, on the turning um, away, it's a Freudian slip. Ooh. Ooh. No, that's a, that's a Pink Floyd slip. <laughs> exactly. Right a Freudian slip. <laughs> oh, okay. I like that. Also, my cover band. <laughs> Gee, I wonder Floydian what. <laughs> It is the Alan Parsons Project cover band. Floydian Slip, yeah. Yes. That's actually not a bad choice because it did his band did sound like they were trying to be Pink Floyd. Yeah. I listen, I am I'm a man of many gift (laughs) as well as many word. Oh, by Um, the way, the cover band thing is back. So there you go, Joe. Yes. Yeah, there it is. Did we not have one last week? No, we didn't. Oh wow, we fucked up. I know. Wow. Sorry, Joe. That's the only thing I realized listening back to it. I was like, oh shit, we didn't do any cover bands. All right. All right. So this is this is your task, Joe. Floydian slip, but it cannot be Pink Floyd. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And it's going to be tough to beat the one that Tom already said, but yes. anyway, let's yeah. keep going. Yeah, what are we what are we talking about? Um yeah, I guess there's been a lot of things that we can talk about. Uh but I think we should start off with uh the election night, which happened, I guess, at this point a little over a week ago. Yeah. Because oh, it exactly was quite the night. Ago, actually, I think that's right, because today is Tuesday. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, it, it was quite the night. It was quite the night. Uh, we were, you and I, were playing GTA, so <laughs> we were somewhat on top of this, yeah. uh, as opposed to being on the bottom. Uh, 
oh, wait, I have to address something first, oh, Caroline. Oh, I thought we were just going <laughs> to breeze by this, but okay. I knew this was coming, but go ahead. Caroline, you're wrong. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. And if you want to know what Caroline is wrong about, go to patreon.com forward slash life in the left lane, or what is it? Is it a left lane pod? I don't even know what our Patreon <laughs> is. Uh, it is left lane pod, patreon.com forward slash left lane pod. And then you can find out what Caroline is wrong about. You're wrong, Caroline. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong about Very... the power part. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Calling me out. Trying to call me out. I see how it is. I see how it is. <laughs> Fucked up. I side with the listeners. No. Halfway. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a typo. It said Tom, but it was actually supposed to be Austin. Uh, no, I, I think don't think there's any typo. Pretty sure Pretty sure that's how that worked. No. Uh, all right, Austin, you pick a state. We had a couple uh, notable states Virginia. that were elected. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, you could let me finish the sentence, but that's fine. Power bottom. <laughs> uh, so Virginia had probably the biggest night of, of, of the three major states that were being focused. Oh, on uh, a side on, note, we can't make that a cover yeah. band. That already is a band. What? Power bottom. Power bottom? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Why? <laughs> Why is that? A, uh, you, that's a cover band or is that no, a band? No, it's a band band. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Is it like the, the Bear Den or whatever the band that you tried to get me into? <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. And no, it's not like that at all. We totally should. No. We totally no, should. No, we're not talking about that. And then the realization that you had midway anyway, through. So, like, Virginia. Hmm, I don't think I actually like them. What Virginia the fuck? Virginia had quite yeah. an historic yeah. election. Uh-huh. They did. They had probably the biggest night of all the states that voted. <laughs> Inside jokes are great because no one knows what we're laughing about. It's not important. <laughs> uh, it's very important. Um, Virginia, which is, you know, for the most part, it is a somewhat of a flip, flippy, flippy kind of state. It's purple, it is, yeah. yeah, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Democrats showed up to this off-year election in waves. Mm-hmm. Uh, waves that I don't think the Republicans expected, no. to be completely honest. They were not prepared for what was about to happen. So, in short, the Democrats now officially have the House of Virginia, the Senate of Virginia. They already had the governor, mm-hmm. I guess the attorney or the uh, the. Did they have the attorney general? I forget. Uh, I can't remember. Me neither. Um, but on top of all of that, which is already huge news from uh, a state like Virginia, the very first woman and Jew became the House, uh, was nominated for the, or elected as the um, uh, House of Delegates. Mm. Uh, it's the first time in Virginia history that a woman has held this position and she happens to be Jewish. Mm. So even more of a fuck you to the Republicans. Her name is Eileen Filler Corn, which Filler Corn, that's pretty cool. No. That's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so what do you make of this? We'll go on to the other states in a second, but I mean, God, Virginia, did you expect that kind of a turnout? No, I, I did expect the Democrats to win. Um, not by that much. I no. I think it's hard to say. I think it's a really good sign because that means that among Democrats, um, 
enthusiasm for voting is way up. Right. And that's really important. Yeah. Because, um, because that's what wins elections. Absolutely. And the Republicans don't seem that enthused. Apart, you know, outside of a couple areas, they don't seem like they're all that crazy about what's going on. So, No, I mean, it's, it's got to be hard if you have any kind of conscience <laughs> to, to continuously support this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's obviously taking effect and we're going to talk about other states in just a second, but this is what CNN had to say about Virginia. Uh, CNN projected that the party will flip both chambers of the Virginia legislator legislature, uh, taking control of the state Senate and the house of delegates. It has huge implications and opens the door for state lawmakers to pass measures. Republicans have long opposed, including gun legislation reform and raising the minimum wage, which the Democrats have said that they're going to pursue Mm. in Virginia. Nice. and again, Virginia is it's one of those swing states that is it, it seems like it's been mostly blue as of late, yeah. but it's still it's a swing state yeah. and it's a southern swing state. So to see that whole state go totally blue on an off year election is very important. Yeah. And I'm, I'm taking a political science uh, class right now in college and we were just talking about turnout. And how Democrats notoriously never turn out for midterms and off-year elections. Well, guess what they did both times? They turned out. Yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> and they just outvoted Republicans. Yeah, well, I think that idea that Democrats don't turn out, I think that's changing. It <clears> is. Especially finally. as the younger generations are becoming more activist. Absolutely. There's going to be more turnout. It used to be where actually it was the older people who were the activists, really. Mm-hmm. They were the ones out there screaming at their representatives about things that they didn't understand, of course. They right. weren't good activists. <laughs> of course. But they were out there advocating for their beliefs, and now young people <laughs> Literally are Literally, just grumpy old people. Yeah. I'm mad! Why are you mad? Because he told me to be mad. Well, one of my favorites I ever saw was, uh, there was this old guy who was screaming at some representative. I'm not sure where it was. Right, let's, you could use his name. It's Joe Biden. <laughs> it wasn't Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> you sure old man screaming no it wasn't joe biden and no. not knowing where he no, is but which, you didn't say that but i assume that was the next line But he was screaming that he wanted the government to keep its hands off of his medicare okay <laughs> which is a government program <laughs> if he didn't realize so i, I thought that was Apparently. ironic but that, i think that I sums think. up the like the uh, senior citizen activism of the last like 30 years pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> it's just these and people all- advocating for things they don't understand. I know. I know. It's, it's, it's pretty stupid because, and what, what's screwed Democrats in the years leading up to like right now is that, well, the majority of Democrats are younger working class. So when election day hits on a Tuesday, not all of them go out to vote mm. because either work or just maybe combination of things. Yeah. But you know what old people are really good at? Retiring. Yeah. Uh, so not what so you- much anymore, though, because of the old people before them. Okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> maybe they'll show up less to vote. But um, they were able to just go out and vote because they had nothing else to do. And if this is changing and if uh, this if a week ago is a good like showing of that, mm-hmm. this is very big because Republicans are barely winning as they as it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, we have Trump who technically didn't win. Well, not technically, he did not win the uh, general election. He just won the the um, 
Electoral College. Uh, yeah. The Electoral College, thank you. <laughs> Brain farting. Uh, and then before that was Bush, who also didn't win the popular vote. Mm. So Democrats have technically been winning for a while now. And this is bad news for the Republicans. Yeah, if we had, you know, if our elections were decided by popular vote the way all other democracies are. Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, it's true. We'd the have Democrats, a lot more Democratic. Yeah. There wouldn't have been a Republican president because mm. uh, Bush would have lost the first term. Would never right. made it to the second one where he actually won the popular vote. Right. Yeah. Well, I was against <laughs> Kerry. Listen, <laughs> the Democrats, they don't have a very good reputation of putting up winnable candidates. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, so Virginia has gone almost completely blue. Um, this opens up the possibility, not just the possibility, the fact that their line, their congressional lines are going to be redrawn. So there's a very good chance that Democrats will control Virginia for a long time. Yeah. There's just that chance. Yeah. Um, as much as I hate gerrymandering, right now I'm okay with gerrymandering. Make sure Democrats <laughs> take control of Virginia, please. Um this also means that when the Senate is ready to, when their senators are ready to be voted for, I mean, it could easily go Democrat. Oh, yeah. The state's already showing they're, they're ready to move blue. Mm -hmm. There's another state that's ready to move blue, and they've already started doing that. What state is that's that? That's Kentucky. Oh, did they? Uh, partially. <laughs> well, I know in one particular race, but it actually right. sounded like the rest of the races didn't go that was, great for Democrats. Was red. Right. I know. And there's not as much to look at this uh, than a lot of people want to. They, A lot of people want to say, oh, it's Kentucky, a Democrat won. Wow, that's rare. It's actually not. I was doing more research on this. There's only been like three Republicans since the World War II era. Who have actually been governor of Kentucky. They notoriously vote for Democratic governors, which I assume are probably, you know, uh, Joe Manchin-like Democrats for the most part. Well, I don't and, know. And you also have to remember that post-World War II, up until probably in Kentucky, like the mid-70s, probably those Democrats were the Republicans of today. Right. Yeah, those party lines kind of switched for most people in the 60s. Uh, but you're right about Kentucky. There's probably a, a they probably still haven't fully switched <laughs> over is my guess. Uh, but the previous governor was was a Republican, Matt Bevan, and he lost to the attorney general, Andy Bashir, mm -hmm. whose father was the governor before Matt Bevan. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Matt Bevin, and the only reason why I'm really even bringing this up is uh, not because a Democrat won Kentucky's governor race, because like I said, that happens all the time. But Bevin refused, or still I think at this point, has refused to concede the race. It was a very close race. It wasn't like within tens of thousands, but it was it was close. It was close, yeah. And uh, he was saying there was like a, a rumor that he was not going to give up his seat and this and that and this and that. And I think today, I believe, yeah, just today, Mitch McConnell came out today and said, sorry, but Matt came up short. Yeah. Talking about Matt Bevin. So he lost Mitch McConnell. So that theory is probably gone and Democrat will take office. I'm assuming. Speaking of losing Mitch McConnell, I believe Mitch McConnell has the lowest approval rating of his career in Kentucky right now. Ooh, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I know. But you made a good point before, and you said, other than the governor, I don't think a single Democrat won. 
<laughs> we were looking at it. There might have been like one or two. No, but uh, the, for state level. But the governorship was a referendum on their Republican governor's personality and his okay. accomplishments. And they line up pretty much with Mitch McConnell. Right. And so if people didn't like the governor, I don't see how they could like Mitch McConnell. And according to the polls, they don't. No. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think... And and I do think that uh, Bevin also said that he was friends with Trump. I think Trump even campaigned for him pre- right right before yeah. the election. Yeah, he's like, don't lose so, this for me. That would make me look bad. And he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he did. And I, I wonder how much of that endorsement actually hurt him. Because I'm just saying he didn't lose by a lot, mm-hmm. Matt Bevin. If Trump doesn't endorse him, what happens? Does he get destroyed by by Bashir? Yeah, or I don't know. Does he actually win? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Are Republicans officially done with with Trump, or at least the majority? I'm not call, I'm not talking about his cult like following because yeah. they're going to stay Trump no matter what. But the core Republicans, the ones who are, can maybe be persuaded to uh, a more moderate Republican, are they done? Is this a, a sign of them being done with Trump? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's a, It'll be hard to say until the next election. Honestly, I, I know. But or at I least mean, until the polls start coming out. But I'm really happy about all this. <laughs> so I really, I want to know now. So tell me now. Thanks. Yeah. No, I'm saying you. Tell oh, you me want me now. to tell you now? I mm-hmm. can't tell yeah. you now. Well, then you're fired. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> Uh, the other one, the other election that was uh, sort of you should have paid attention, but not really because it didn't really matter, was in Mississippi. Uh, for the first time in a long time, the Democrats actually thought that they might have had uh, mm. somebody to win the, the the governor's race in Mississippi. And uh, he did not. not so much. <laughs> uh, the Democrats' name was Jim Hood. I think he's the active attorney general of Mississippi. Mm. He didn't lose by a lot. Which is was a surprise to a lot of the Republicans of Mississippi. Mm. They're like, well, he only won by single digits, which is yeah. kind of absurd. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, so if, imagine, just imagine if a Democrat, because in Mississippi, it's the exact opposite. Democrats never win. So imagine if Jim Hood did actually end up winning. That would, that would have been crazy, yeah. That would have been wild. Elsewhere, a few progressives won. There was a, a couple in California, I believe. Bernie had uh, he was praising some of the uh, some that were, that won. I think one maybe in Washington or Oregon. It was up northwest. Well, there was, was a big like, one where Amazon was spending a lot of money, yeah, to get to get one of their corporate stooges on the Seattle City Council. Mm-hmm. Seattle, that's and what it, it didn't was. Happen. Yeah, it did not, the and it happened won. to be it was a social a democratic yeah. socialist that won. Yeah, which is. Uh, yeah. Also, I mean, before again, we move on from Virginia, um, yeah, Lee Carter won. Oh yeah, and that's right. An openly avowed socialist, and he doesn't even say democratic socialist. He says he just says socialist. socialist. I yeah. know. He's a uh, he's the vet, right? He's a veteran. Is he a veteran? I don't know if he's a veteran. I'm gonna that's look it up question. while you talk. I know he and uh, Joshua Collins are like they they tag team their stuff a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah, they have like okay. a cool. Partnership yeah, he going was on. Former Marine. Former Marine. Former Marine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. His uh, political affiliations are the Democratic Party and the Democratic Socialists of America. Nice. So that's very, very important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because not only did Virginia vote in Democrats, they voted in a socialist. Yeah. Which is, I, I don't know if I, 
ever would have thought that I would have said that sentence oh, ever in my life. By the way, so you know how every switching to national electoral politics a little bit. Sure. You know how they always say that if you don't vote for so-and-so, you know, then you're really voting for their opponent. Right. Yeah, that's well, I hear that shit all the time. Guess where that's not going to be a problem anymore? <gasps> Tell me. Here in New York City. One of and the why very is that, cool things that the city voted on during that last election yes. was um, a ballot measure for ranked choice voting here. I found out. I thought it was statewide. It's not. It's just here in New York City. Just the city. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And we're going to have ranked choice voting in the but city. like a lot of things, Austin, th- pr- like um, experiments tend to start in these major cities and move on. Yeah, and I think a lot the fact of them that have started in New York. Yeah, I think the fact that it's New York City is a big difference because they've had it in Maine across the entire state right. for, I think, almost five years now, maybe longer. And they have it in Washington, too. We found that oh, out yeah. when we had Sarah Smith on, mm-hmm. and we thought she had lost because Adam Smith had won, but we found out that they both they were number one and two, and they well, both made it. I think that's more of a runoff. That's a different system. Was it a runoff? I thought I it, think it's oh, a runoff system. I thought it system. was rain. Yeah. Okay, so it's not an official rain choice? Well, the way they do it is that I think in runoffs, like everybody gets lumped together. Right. And so it's in kind of choice, like rain choice. It's just a party. Yeah. Okay. Well, in, okay. in rank choice, they get lumped together, but it doesn't come out with like the top two. It's, like, it's, it's different because there's still party allegiances, so it still okay. goes by party. I got well, what you're I think saying. in Washington, I think theirs was irrespective of party. It's just like the top two candidates come out. Right. Yeah. Okay. Which, now that we're on that topic, and, and I figured we're probably going to talk about this as a main episode idea one of these days, um, because this is, you know, there's so many aspects and there's a lot of different variations of, of how we can do it other than the way that we currently do. Which of those two do you prefer? Now, you're going to have one, so you're going to be able to try this out and yeah. see. But which one would you prefer? Would you prefer all of the candidates to be on one ballot like that? Or would you still have the, 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 like the, the Democratic primary kind of thing? I'm not sure. I mean, I like the idea of ranked choice voting because you get to vote for more than one person. Where I'm pretty sure in the runoff system, you don't. You get to vote for one person. And the way that that works is you pick your number one, Mm -hmm. and then you pick your number two, and whoever has the most number ones wins. Is that? Am I understand that correctly? Yeah, pretty much. There's like a threshold. It's it's kind of complicated. Um, and every like the places that do it. Each has a slightly different system, so I'd have to look up exactly how New York's going to do it. Okay. But basically, the idea is, yeah, you rank your favorite, you know, from most favorite to least favorite. And you have to, like, rank all of them? Mm-hmm. You can't just no, be, like, have, number one and that's you it? Have you have to be, like, one, yeah. two, three. Okay. And uh, Well, that that's going to be harder for some people. I can instantly... I can instantly see that yeah. because there's so many people who only follow one candidate mm-hmm. and they don't pay attention to anybody. And there's a lot of people who just go out and vote, but they don't know who they're voting for. Yeah. I have to be completely upfront when, cause I'm new to the area that I live in now. When I went to vote, I forgot that I had to look up all these new people. Cause I've known the people from my, my old area, yeah. but when I went to vote, I was there for over an hour because I just was on my phone Googling everyone. Cause I just didn't do it. Yeah. Um, and I know Isn't that annoying that when other, you, it's like you forget Yeah Like I, I knew the other people when I saw them Not on my ballot I'm like oh fuck I moved <laughs> That's why they're not there 
but I know other people are not going to do that. It's funny. So, I, I kind of had the opposite problem when I moved here because so many races in New York are unopposed because like mm -hmm. the Democrats control it. So like they have right. such a stronghold on the city that tons of races are unopposed. I have to say though, not all of those Democrats are good. Well, like, that, no, that was my point. It's right. like, so you don't really even get a choice and a lot of them aren't yeah. very good. Yeah, so so much for the rank choice. But with, <laughs> you gotta have choice to have a yeah, rank. Yeah, but with rank choice, we might get more of a, like more people might run because they could say, oh, you know, the calculations change. It's not just one vote total. Right. Yeah, I hope so. Um, you're gonna have to let us know how it works out because, and, unfortunately for me, I don't have that. And I think it could be very good for Bernie because, like, if he's a lot of people's first choice and a lot of people's second choice, which he probably yeah, will be, that would be very good. And it's like, where is Biden gonna rank? Yeah. Like, who in fucking New York City is going to vote for Joe Biden? Uh, Joe Biden? <laughs> well, he doesn't vote for He's not he probably to. has He probably has a cousin or something. I think he has in, fans downtown and, like, in the financial district. Oh, but yeah. That's yeah, a small probably, part of the city. Right. There's a lot yeah. more of the rest of us. Yeah. Um, and there's Brooklyn, actually, so that's good for Bernie. <laughs> Yes, that's definitely good for Bernie. I think most of the city is going to be good for Bernie. I think this time, um, well... The city voted for Bernie in the primaries against Clinton, mm -hmm. but the state voted for Clinton. Yeah. I, right? Yeah. But um, if bigger, like, it didn't, the city didn't overwhelmingly vote Bernie. No. Had it yeah. done so, he would have had yeah. a much better chance. So maybe this time around, I'm Especially just Especially with ranked choice voting, because we're going to get to yeah. ranked choice vote in the primary. God, that's, that's fun. Yeah. That's fun. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised to see. I get. I, I don't know what Warren's popularity in New York is, but I wouldn't be surprised to see the two of them. Well, she she is two. very popular in the like upper middle class suburban parts of like mm -hmm. Queens and Brooklyn. That makes sense. But in the like in the hipster parts of Brooklyn, Bernie is much more popular. <laughs> Listen, and then, that doesn't count. And then in the poor, <laughs> no, no, no. But also in the poor parts of Brooklyn, because there's a big divide. Because okay. you like you cross the Brooklyn Bridge, and then there's you know like a very expensive area and then once you mm -hmm. keep going you know south there's it gets much poorer and much you more into diverse bernie territory and right that's there. also bernie territory yeah right so i right, listen this is this is good yeah this is uh that's pretty exciting new york's making some moves mm -hmm. and you gotta you gotta give them credit uh well you specifically uh you've been of course you move there and all these great things happen <laughs> such fucking bullshit do you know can i tell you what's happened in pennsylvania sure. nothing <laughs> i know that's why i left <laughs> nothing zero no no our minimum wage still fucking blows it's still okay, at 725 I'll, I'll give you one what? place what? where you might beat us uh you guys might get weed first <sighs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. We have to... Okay. If Pennsylvania goes Democratic, mm -hmm. which it is certainly looking like it's going to because of the redistrict lines, then yeah, maybe. I mean, our uh, our attorney... Uh, not attorney. Our... Um, what's the... Uh, Lieutenant governor. attorney... Lieutenant Governor, that's the word. Lieutenant Governor. How did I know that? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, possibly John, know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, two years of this. That's how. John Fetterman has gone all around the state on like a weed talking tour. Yeah. He even went to my college. It's the weed tour of Pennsylvania. <laughs> exactly. And he's all he was doing at my school was just asking us questions. He would ask a question and then 
we'd we'd answer. I really um, want to and, imagine that he drove around the entire state, like in a VW van, blasting the Grateful Dead. <laughs> I I see him on a motorcycle. I'm just no, saying. he would be, but I'm just saying, like yeah. that would that be would normally be the way he'd go. But this be. was the weed tour. <laughs> or how about that bus? What's that famous bus from like the '60s? That's it the VW like, bus. That's what I was talking about. Oh, that's all it was called. Was the VW bus? Yeah. I mean, they call was it, it like the Freakout Van. Yeah, it's Volkswagen. Yeah, that's a that's a name that I would come up with. It's like, hmm, what are we going to call this? The VW Van. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great idea, Tom. <laughs> well, it's because it probably originally had like a Nazi name. And they had to change it. <laughs> oh, true. And that brings us to Twitter. To- no, I'm kidding. We don't have that. <laughs> there was one at least one person that was just like, oh, yes, and then they were like, oh. <laughs> Oh, maybe later. But speaking, of, let's let's talk about this a little bit. Um, what? So I saw the proposal that Pennsylvania is trying to push through the legislature to legalize marijuana. Sure. Okay. And um, you like it? No, I don't actually. Oh, I'm not good. a fan. Very good. Because uh, okay. the dispensaries would all be state owned, and everything would be processed through the state, much like liquor is in Pennsylvania. Oh, oh God! Yeah. No. And it's funny to hear no. it because I am almost always an advocate for state run things yeah, yeah but, but not when it not, not when it comes to consumer goods yeah like when you talk about utilities i think those should all be state run maybe even federally run on some of them okay but when it comes to consumer goods like yeah the the state liquor store and and i think it all has to do with the perspective of why they're doing it like when you're when the state's running a utility it's doing it to provide service to people at the lowest cost and there's no mm-hmm. need to make a profit. Right. But the state controlled liquor board when it was created was specifically created to limit the amount of people drinking alcohol. That was the stated goal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and I, I did a little research cause I, I, I chose this as a research topic. Mm-hmm. Um, in w- one of the years of college that I've been in and, um, they break down liquor licenses depending on population Mm -hmm. and it's the numbers are crazy so in pennsylvania it's not uncommon for a town to have a single bar and then around other uh, until recently when tom wolf or pennsylvania's governor um let alcohol be served in grocery stores and gas stations it used to only be at liquor stores and you would only have one liquor store and maybe one bar yeah and unless you had a larger town like a Bethlehem or Allentown, you wouldn't have more than a couple choices. And even there, and, it's not like you have a lot of choices. And until like a decade ago, they didn't sell on Sundays. I know. I know that I forgot. I, I completely forgot about that because it's, it's been 10 years, I guess. Yeah. And but, we couldn't really um, drink when no. the other well, laws were in effect. Okay. But that stopped me. Well, you couldn't go and buy it anyway. So it's different. <laughs> I found an article about the marijuana oh, okay. for Pennsylvania. Yeah. It, you're you're going to want to hear this. I was just reading sure. it as you were talking, but I promise I was listening. Two Pennsylvania state senators have introduced a new bill to legalize recreational marijuana for adults. Uh, SB 350 would, that sounds like a sunblock, would allow anyone who is at least 21 years old to consume cannabis. Okay. Last month, Tom Wolf, governor of Pennsylvania, said that he was in favor of legalizing marijuana for recreational use. Now, previously, when he was first being elected, he was talking specifically about medical marijuana as a like, uh, I'm going to use a term that's like frowned upon, but like a gateway (laughs) Uh. into recreational uh, use because the state was completely controlled by Republicans. Now it's not. 
and it probably will not be Republican controlled. Nothing will be Republican uh, not, by the end of next year. Not after we got year. the maps redrawn. Exactly. Um, so he says he's in favor, saying most of the state's residents support it, and the state has wealth of knowledge from uh, from the experience in the other states. Eleven states have uh, legalized recreational marijuana. Tom Wolf wants Pennsylvania to be number twelve. Uh, if you scroll down further in this article, it says public opinions. Uh, well, I was talking about John Fetterman's tour, yeah. and then it said, I lost it. Here it is. According to the report, the legislation of recreational marijuana has the support of 90% of people in Allegheny County, 86 in Beaver and Butler County, wow. 74 in Fayette County, and 87% in Center County. And there's, uh, I can get the list of more, and I'm probably going to do that just to see what county, you know, my my personal account. Yeah, but, but well, those are high numbers. But what are the numbers in the Tucky part of Pennsylvania? <laughs> Cuz those um, sound like the metropolitan parts. <laughs> they are to they are okay. So pick a county because I don't know all of the counties in the state. I just know um, Schuylkill. The eastern side for the most part. There's Chester County, there's Clearfield, Clinton County, Columbia County, Crawford, God uh, Cumberland County. That's that's rural, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Right. Uh, Let's see if this one says uh, overall feedback: eighty-one percent wow. approve. What about uh, Monroe? Here's here's uh, Elk County, seventy-two percent. Erie County, ninety percent. No, that's up in the northwest. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I'll, I'll get to Monroe. There's a lot of counties. Lancaster County, sixty-seven percent. Mm. That would be one that. I mean, if over half of the Dutch, the, here's Lehigh County, 90%, Luzerne County, 89%. Really? In Luzerne? And, yeah. Wow. And Monroe County, 90%. In Monroe? So, yeah. So this has to it's pass. overwhelmingly in support. I have to say the, I mean, the most recent bill, because really, the way it could be legalized could really fuck things up. Like, it almost got legalized in Ohio. But it didn't, not because the people didn't want it, but because mm -hmm. the bill would only allow four companies to sell it, four <sighs> giant corporations, forever in perpetuity in the state. Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman is encouraging Pennsylvanians to apply for marijuana-related pardons now. Really? Oh, yeah, because he, he does the pardoning. Yeah, and if he's saying that, there's something else brewing. It, it's it's That's probably closer than... Yeah, uh, Wolf discusses pardons uh, process for people with nonviolent marijuana-related crimes. So we're already talking about the de decriminalization yeah. of that. So it's moving. And man, I will be the happiest person in the world if that happens. <laughs> now, let's, let's talk <sighs> about... Uh, I promise this will be the last uh, marijuana thing we talk about, but... Uh, while we for today, yeah, for today, <laughs> for today. <laughs> but in between uh, recording of the two episodes, Bernie Sanders released his marijuana legalization, federal marijuana legalization plan. Okay, and um, it's standard stuff you'd expect most sure. of it until you get to who can sell. Under his plan, tobacco companies are barred permanently from Ooh, being able to good. sell. And That's good. The, uh, That's really there's good. um, I forget how many millions of dollars of grants will go to people who were affected by the drug war and they get first crack oh. at being able to start their businesses. So that's his plan. Man, that actually, it brings a smile to my face because it's just like, that's, 
that's deliberately thinking about other people. And that and, like, and that was the he reason he doesn't have to do that. No, but that he was the reason um, it also failed in New York because there was a push from the left that's that was looking at Cuomo, the bill Cuomo wanted to support, which right. would have effectively given it given control to to the highest tobacco bidder. companies. It, not necessarily tobacco companies, whoever the highest bidder is. Right. And okay. and uh, state representatives are like, no. We put people in prison for like 60 years right? for marijuana. They deserve yeah. to be the first ones to get a shot at this. Mm-hmm. And that's what the argument was over. And so they're going to have to. I mean, it makes, it makes sense. And, and it just put, it pisses me off because Cuomo is doing it specifically to make his buddies rich. Of course. Yeah. And it's like, I wish we had a better governor. <laughs> that's uh, a thing. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. your governor is better than ours. I listen. I, Originally, I wasn't a hundred percent for Tom Wolf. I voted for him. Yeah, I, I still think he has some problematic views. Yeah. but compared he's to not Cuomo, a progressive, he's not a progressive or anything like that. I think John Fetterman, John Fetterman's actually governor, progressive. Yeah, he's actually progressive. Yeah. Um, but listen, Tom Wolf is he's he's trying his best mm-hmm. <laughs> with the fucking bullshit state that we live yeah. in, and it, if he can get marijuana legalized in this state. Just the income, the money made from that, it, it'll just enhance this economy. Pennsylvania's economy is really bad. And it, like I was doing, because uh, I'm, I'm still actively planning my escape from Pennsylvania. So I'm looking at states and how they're ranked and like happiness and uh, economy growth and population growth and all that. Pennsylvania, in almost everything I found, is like 40th. Yeah. Like that's the generic Yeah, Pennsylvania is not great. 40th. Mm. Well, and like the state that I want to move to, Vermont, is top five in all of these. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you have Republican rule for like 30 years. Exactly. And, and even split like, party rule. Like split party doesn't oh, do anything. The top few states were like New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Vermont, no. California. Wow. Surprising. Who controls these states for the, for the most part? No. I mean, it's and apart it's from bizarre. California, it is often the Northeast liberal yeah, states. It's, Almost all Maine was not there, no. but Maine is not a democratically yeah. controlled. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like Rhode Island was there mm-hmm. as one of those states. It's a small little sample size state, yeah. but it's controlled mostly by Democrats. And guess what? It's it's there. It's up on the top of all these lists. And and I think New York would be there if it weren't for some of upstate and the fact that yeah. so much finance is done here. Yeah, even we, Jersey. I mean, was on we some have of these fucking lists. Wall Street, and that oh, drags right. a lot of things yeah. down. It definitely yeah. does. And and to be fair, we all have stinkers. I mean, we have Pat Toomey as our no, senator, but no. um, at least he's a Republican. Chuck Schumer, oh boy. Can, he needs to retire. <laughs> I hate this man. He's such a terrible. How is he our or the Democratic leader? I should say. I don't know how. That how? I've never been Just, able to figure that out. Peter King just announced that he's retiring. Thank God. You know how exciting that is? He's a racist, a bigot. He's consistently. Unfortunately, also from New York. <laughs> also from New York. Yeah. But he's consistently fought but, people. But he represents fought. Long Island and. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Chuck Schumer. No, I know. When he announces it is like, oh, very respectable man. Go fuck yourself, Chuck Schumer. Well, he, he said something like he stands like head and shoulders above everyone. It's like that Peter King. Are you sure you're thinking of the right guy? (laughs) Yeah. I think he meant Stephen King. (laughs) I honestly think he just finished reading the Institute and he was like, 
oh, I love that Stephen King or I love that Peter King. No, no, <laughs> you can't. You're not allowed to. Well, it just, it makes me wonder if like, if you have to show that level of deference to somebody just because they're from your state, yeah. what's he going to be saying about Trump in 10 years? I know. All right. Here's a tweet masterfully crafted. Seriously, Schumer, if you ever wonder why I criticize Democratic leaders for enabling Republicans, look no further than this tweet. Hashtag Pete King has praised Trump's immigration policy, and here is Senator Schumer fawning over his principles. We need a new Democratic Party. Agreed. Now, that just happens to be from Peter Dow, and I hate the fact that I... <laughs> but I've been following his tweets a lot more. Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet, Austin. I'm not there yet. Okay, hold on. I want to clear up a misconception. There, There is no there. <laughs> like, I don't particularly trust Peter Dow either. I just think it's really funny <laughs> to, to throw it in your face all the time. <laughs> uh, one hour ago, Warren does not equal Bernie. God damn it. <laughs> I don't want to like him, Austin. I know. <laughs> I don't. I know. Oh, it's so annoying. Um. Go ahead. Whatever. Go ahead. No, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. I, I don't want to rant anymore about <laughs> Chuck Schumer. We just need new leadership. Like, nothing is ever... Well, all right, first of all, nothing ever gets done in Congress. Uh, nothing advancing, at least. There's plenty of things that get done, just not for the better of humanity. But, like, with guys like Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi on the other side, in the other branch, it's like, how are we ever going to actually move left? Huh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we can't. Speaking speaking of a change in leadership, uh, let's talk about a purported CIA-backed military coup oh, <laughs> down this in is Bolivia. So fucking, this is so messed up. Well, first, okay, so, so hold on. Up. So since we're talking about South America, let's go back first before this happened because yes. this happened let's just start with Brazil <laughs> a couple days ago, I think. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just it, it. Yeah, it just like fucking blew up yeah. in a matter of like three days. So so in Brazil, the former. Yeah. Uh, I believe he was part of the the working party or the working people's party, something like that. I mean, it obviously has a different name in Portuguese, but I believe it's a... But anyway, he led the party for a long time. He used to be a labor activist and then became president of Brazil. Uh, Lula okay. was released from prison after being arrested on very... Um, I, I don't want to say trumped up because they just seem non-existent corruption charges. Uh, Workers' Party, by the Workers way. Workers' Party. Okay, so that's close. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it's annoying because in New York, I always think of the Working Families Party. Yeah. And I don't particularly <laughs> like them anymore. Yeah. So <laughs> He's still bitter. Yeah. <laughs> Which you should be. You should be. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be. But anyway, go ahead. So he was released from prison. So I thought, wow, we're going to get some good news out of South America this week. Because yeah. that is a huge really, deal. He's and, been in prison yeah. since uh, Bolsonaro took over in yeah. their own. And I don't know. I don't. I mean, I'm sure the U.S. played some part, not as big a part um, in their. It wasn't a military coup. It was basically just a right wing coup where they're like. To, and to put it in perspective, by the way, uh, Representative Rokana asked the Trump administration very recently uh, before his. Uh, uh, before they let him out of prison to investigate Lula's case, quote, um, Moro was a bad actor and part of a larger conspiracy to send Lula to jail. Yeah. So it's now more commonly known that there were things that were set. He was set up 
and put in jail. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Everything looked this looked really good. Yeah. Bernie was praising Lula. Yeah. And it, you know, with everything that's going on in Brazil, we needed that. And and if you if you like um I mean that was a very, very brief outline of what happened. If you want a really interesting and more in-depth look at what happened in Brazil over the past probably ten years, um, there's a documentary on Netflix called The Edge of Democracy. Okay. And it's very, very good. And okay. it was um, created by a woman whose parents were part of the labor revolution in Brazil. Right. Knew Lula very well. And she was able to document his last couple of days of freedom, what happened, how he was placed in prison, some of the protests. Um, it's very interesting. So if you want to watch that, I recommend it a lot. It's very good. Right. But anyway, so yeah, Lula was released from prison. Sounded amazing. We we're like, great news. It was just leading up to a good week. And then <laughs> a couple of days yeah. ago, there was a military coup in uh, Bolivia. Bolivia. Yep. Where they ousted the leftist leader. Yeah. The first indigenous person yeah. to be elected. Of like the like in a democracy that wanted somebody no. like that. Now he, he wanted someone. He had I believe he had been the leader for thirteen years. Right. And the quarrel came over. Um apparently a constitutional provision was overturned that before they had term limits. They overturned it. Mm-hmm. And so there were no longer term limits, which allowed him to win another election. The military didn't like that, and the U.S. didn't like that because they don't want leftist leaders in South America. This is where we get a lot of our resources from. Of course. And so they helped back a military coup, yeah. allegedly. Because yeah. like everything right. is still very fresh, so we don't have a, like a complete picture of what's going oh, on. Oh, yeah. And there's a part of me that believes that we will never know yeah. exactly what happened. But, but, but the thing yeah. is that... They were going to, <clears throat> I believe, if I have this correct, they're going to nationalize the production of lithium ion, the thing that runs every fucking battery powered thing that you own. Yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah. Which okay. means that it would be going at market rate and no longer the bottom dollar rate that giant companies like Apple, Tesla, Microsoft have been so getting what do it we for. Do? So, what so we, we do, do what we always do in South America when our resources are threatened, or when their uh, resources that we steal are threatened. Right. We overthrow yeah, exactly. their democratically elected leaders and install a military dictator. Right. And that, in human history, in American history, has gone overwhelmingly positive. <laughs> yeah. Just as Pinochet. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the people gone that were there. so well. Yeah. It's gone so no, well. It hasn't gone Every well. time. <laughs> Oh, it hasn't? No, it's been, oh, hold on. It's been a huge and horrible mistake almost every time. It doesn't matter where we do this. Middle East, South America. Asia. Yeah, it never turns matter. out good. Yeah. Asia, it never turns <laughs> no, out good. Never. So Bolivia, which I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I don't know much about the current state of Bolivia like before this. <laughs> I know. I almost I, wish that we had like a video so we could do that John Oliver gag. We could yeah. be like Bolivia, a place you think about so little you didn't even realize that's not Bolivia. <laughs> I love that, by the way. That was so funny. Um, yeah. I don't know what Bolivia is actually like. I don't know if, like, from what I understand, he won this re-election. <laughs> yeah, they, it's funny because the military who ousted him claimed there were irregularities. 
and that right. the election yeah. was invalid. And so, of course, the perfect yeah. way to validate an election is to just overthrow the leader and install well, a military course. dictatorship. Because, that makes perfect sense. Because he even said, let's have another election then. And they're like, nah. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden, this is the interesting part, then all of a sudden there were like thousands of Twitter bots, well, what we suspect to be bots, mm-hmm. coming out in support of the military coup. Right. In yeah. responding <laughs> I to saw leftists that. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And, and you see some of them, like uh, Carter, we were talking about Virginia, say, right. look at these responses I'm getting. This account was created 10 minutes ago. This account was created yeah. five hours ago. Yeah. Zero followers. It's like, and this is all in the same like couple of weeks where Twitter announces that they will not be supporting uh, political campaigns. Well, they, they said, won't have political advertising. Oh, well, that's same what they thing. Said. It's not the same thing, no. but I that's what I meant to yeah. say. Um, but like, it's all it's all related. Mm-hmm. And here they are, still with the bot accounts and yeah. still the same problems and. Uh, but this one, it, they had a screenshot where one of the bots must have malfunctioned, and it posted the oh no. same response 13 oh no. times to the same person exactly the same and and uh fucked up, the person it's they were so responding to retweeted a screenshot and they're like looks like one of the bots malfunctioned yeah <laughs> it's like, yeah it's like what the fuck is going on and it's like they're waging a war of disinformation mm-hmm. which is exactly what you know the russian uh bot farms did and also what things like uh correct the record did like they're having these information wars on social media, specifically okay. on Twitter. It seems like, yeah, because Twitter's more anonymous than the other social media, yeah, uh, exactly platforms. <laughs> well, we found that out with Mitt Romney not too long ago, yeah. didn't we? <laughs> like the way they were doing it on Facebook is they were creating fake news sites mm-hmm. and getting real people to share it. Where on Twitter they create fake people and get right. them to share fake opinions. Yeah, it seems more malicious almost. Yeah, it does. Even even when you're a senator. And you create the name Pierre Delecto. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like a cheap cologne. That's what it sounds it like. It really, yeah. yeah, it does. It really does. Oh, God. What are you uh, wearing? Yeah, so <laughs> Pierre Delecto. That's disgusting. Hope, hopefully, we, we learn a little bit more in the future about what's happening in Bolivia. Because, I mean, I, I only know what pretty much everything that you just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... It's. I just don't think it's going to go. No. <laughs> These things. But speaking it, speaking it, of American uh, intervention, never does. Speaking of ousted leaders and things not going well, how's the impeachment inquiry going? Austin, we <laughs> do not have enough time to talk about that today. <laughs> well, <laughs> just, let's just briefly go over what happened in between recordings, because I think that's like. I don't even remember. Like I've lost track of what's happened just today. Just today. Yeah. There was so there's so much going on. Well, um, I know several people have supposedly named the alleged whistleblower. Oh, I didn't hear you see, I didn't even hear about that. One of them was the president's son. Ugh. Uh and which one? The one that just got booed off stage? Yeah. Yeah. And I Junior. believe uh there were right wing Twitter accounts retweeting a a picture of like Obama aides. And one of them was circled and it said, this is the whistleblower. It's not the whistleblower. That guy hasn't worked in government since 2017, I think. Okay. But he was getting death threats because, of course, when you circulate something on Twitter, on the right-wing Twitter, that's what happens. Right. So, you know, they're obsessed with the whistleblower when the thing is that we don't even need the whistleblower anymore. 
because mm-hmm. everything the whistleblower said has been corroborated by tons of other people. Right. Um, As a matter of fact, they don't. I don't even think they're going to have the whistleblower testify because there's no. Yeah, need that's to. what I was going to ask. That's what I was going to no. ask if you thought that that was going to happen or not. No. Um, I, I don't. Should they though? Should they make him or testify? Her. We don't know. Or her? Yeah. Or yeah, that's right. Well, what, 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 the people that the junior and whoever else might be putting names out, like, uh, is it the same person that they're saying, or is it just random ass people like the one you just told me about? Like, well, I didn't hear anything about this, so I have no idea what's going I, I on. I believe with that. the ones that uh, were named, like, there's one named on Fox News, um, the one that Trump Jr. named. I believe that person does currently work for the government. Wait, wait, can't you can't you get in trouble for this? Yes, but the That's thing a, is... The whole point of a whistleblower is to be anonymous. Mm-hmm, but do you know who has to enforce it? The president. Not the president, but the Department right. of Justice and who runs the Department of Justice. It just that's then what the fuck is the point of having a whistleblower like that? The law the is in place for whistleblowers. Yeah, yeah, I know. What's the point? I know. If like what's what's this gonna say to everyone else who might want to be a whistleblower? Yeah, it's gonna say, well, I'm not protected. Yeah, <laughs> of course. If, the annoying thing is that while I agree that the whistleblower should be protected, there is also the case that when um, people are letting the public know about things that are even more dire than Trump trying to pull a fast one with mm-hmm. the leader of Ukraine, they are not protected. Anytime the whistle blow, like anytime the whistle is blown on the intelligence agencies rather than from them, right? that person does not get treated with the same level of protection no. that a whistleblower would. No. And that's why Edward Snowden didn't go the whistleblower route because he knew he'd probably just be thrown into a prison for the rest of his life yeah. and never... Yeah, and and if you if he gave that information to the intelligence agency, they would have just buried it. That's why I think he did what he did, and so the whistleblower protections are a very interesting area. In this case, I do believe that the whistleblower's name and identity should be protected. Should be protected, mm-hmm. but I think Absolutely. we should expand the protections of whistleblowers. Right. To also include people who are blowing the whistle on the intelligence agency. Well, I, I'm for that. Yeah. I, but I, they're I think not. That's a, the that intelligence makes, agency yeah. isn't. And that's the exactly. problem. So that's never going to happen. But, well, but that's, I won't say never. But that's why it's so hypocritical to hear like former CIA directors and you know people in the FBI coming out and it's like, whistleblower protections are a foundation of democracy. It's like, fuck you. When they blow the whistle on you, you're all like, let's put them in prison for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it's annoying that they're so hypocritical, despite the fact that they might be right in this particular case, right? But anyway, uh, yeah, and there's there's a lot more to it. There's a lot more things going on every single day. Something else ha- seems to happen. Oh, also, um, Trump lost his uh, lawsuit against the House Democrats. They're going to be able to get his taxes, and uh, a New York judge ruled that uh, New York is also going to be able to get his taxes. So. Right. I don't think Did we talk about him being sued for the 20 million? Who's he being sued? Well, he's being sued by a lot of people. The one from, I think it's from New York, because everyone was joking, like, oh, that's why he's moving to Florida. And then, like, a week after he announces he's moving to Florida, he gets a $20 million lawsuit, or not not a lawsuit, but they're, they're telling him he has to pay for, uh, the, his, for his charity wrongdoings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like, the. Th- there was th- I know it's not part of the impeachment inquiry and all yeah. that, but. That's just more Trump news that's been well, happening. Well, the thing is, the it's the Trump Foundation that's going to have to pay that, right? And so, where no matter where Trump lives, 
his foundation is going to have to pay that. And also, it doesn't matter where he lives. No, no, if, no I, I know. It owes, was literally just, it was just a joke that was going that, around. It's like, it's like he just happened to be moving the same week where that, that happens. No, but I think, I think what he's actually moving for is because when New York gets a hold of his taxes, he is going to owe a lot of money and possibly face prison for mm-hmm. tax fraud. And I think he thinks, well, if I move to Florida, they can get me in Florida. Yeah, New York, no, all the way up there, Florida, all yeah, the way down here. It's so it's so far away. Yeah. They can't they can't cooperate yeah. with the police in or the FBI field office in Florida. It doesn't I have to work say, like if, that. If Trump loses, I would love to see the next president <laughs> direct the IRS to go after rich people. Oh, it'd be so nice. Yeah. I think if you get a certain president or maybe a couple of presidents, a couple of these would nah. uh, the candidates would do that. Uh, I mean, like if Biden wins, he's not going to do that. No. But it's <laughs> Just bullshit, saying. though, because rep, like people from the IRS have basically admitted that, no, we don't really audit rich people that often because they claim it's too expensive, mm-hmm. even though if they did a proper audit of probably every rich person in the country, mm-hmm. they would make so much money that it would cover the investigation. Okay. Just like, remember how they were going on and on about Mueller? And like his investigation is costing $25 million, you know, yes. whatever. And in yep. the end, they had seized so much from just Paul Manafort that mm-hmm. they actually made money on that investigation that they wouldn't have made without it. <laughs> and so this is how these IRS yeah. investigations would work. Like, yes, right. they would cost a lot of money at first because, you know, rich people's finances are so complex. But you know they're all committing fraud. And so oh, yeah. in the end you would make so much in the taxes that they owe that it would cover whatever investigation That's costs true. there are. That's true. I, I never even thought about yeah. that, to be, to be completely honest. They don't do it because it's power, and they're not going to fuck with power. Gotcha. But it just, it pisses me off because they, they, they finally admitted it. They said, no, we, we audit you know, middle class and poor people because it's just so much easier. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not about being easy. It's about justice. <laughs> it's like, that's what an audit should be for. Uh, a couple other quick things here. Uh, Mick Mulvaney is uh, dropping his legal battle over the White House subpoena. Oh, yeah. But uh, but he said he's still not going to cooperate with the inquiry, <laughs> with the impeachment mm. inquiry. So even though he's not going to sue over the subpoena, he's not he's still not going to work with anyone. Um, and then th- what about this story with Nikki Haley? This was like, did you hear about this? I heard a little bit about it, but go ahead. Tell us some more. All right, hold on. Let me pull up an article here. Um, Former U.S. ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, on Tuesday defended President Donald Trump, uh, his July call with the leader of Ukraine. So the headline, we'll start with the headline. Rex Tillerson denies Nikki Haley's claims that he sought to undermine Trump's agenda. (laughs) Oh, my God. I, I know. I know. Uh, former Secretary of State Rex Tillerson is disputing a claim by Nikki Haley, the former U.S. ambassador of the United Nations, that he sought to subvert President Donald Trump's agenda in an effort to, quote, save the country. Oh, my God. Tillerson, a former ExxonMobil chief executive, told media outlets on Monday that during his tenure as America's top diplomat, quote, at no time did I, quote, or uh, nor did... Or, nor to my direct knowledge did anyone else serving along with me take any actions to undermine the president. Um, this is pretty much what, what uh, Nikki Haley said. Kelly and Tillerson confided in me that when they resisted the president, they weren't being insubordinate. They were trying to save the country. 
So it, it shed a little bit of light into some of the tensions that was going on during all of this crap. Again, not directly related to the uh, impeachment inquiry, but it does show a lot. In, if this is true, which I have no reason to believe that Nikki Haley's lying about this. This yeah. doesn't seem like something that you would lie about. It doesn't do anything for you if you are lying. She she This is in her book. She's coming out yeah. with a new book. Um, and she says in the book, to undermine a president is, is a really, really dangerous thing. And it goes against the Constitution. And it goes against what the American people want. And it was offensive. So she's obviously mad about this. Also, proving that she's pretty a pretty good ally to donald trump despite everything else that's gone on yeah and uh, also it's a lie it's, it's not what the american people want it's what a couple of states not. wanted well most of the american it, people didn't want him at all it depends on who you talk to because there are people out there who do want no but uh, I'm, everyone she, to she said it as if the american people the majority of american people want his policy yeah. and that's just simply not true there's more to this. No oh boy. The diplomat, while still serving, reportedly come, called Trump a moron. Trump then challenged Tillerson to an IQ test. Tillerson, That's after being let go, challenge that said Trump, wants. Trump was, quote, undisciplined leader who, quote, doesn't like to read, end quote. That <laughs> Trump responded right. by calling Tillerson, quote, lazy as heck and, quote, dumb as a rock. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's like high school. <laughs> I know. I know. But and, and it would be funny if it was high school, but it's not. No. It's literally our lives. No, it's the highest <laughs> office in the land. And if you got people like Rex Tillerson scared that the country might be ruined by the president, yeah. the person who hired him, uh, there's bad things going on. Now, it makes sense now why Tillerson is no longer Secretary of State. But either way, uh, there's a lot of things going on with Donald Trump. Well, also, here's a story I did hear about Nikki Haley. Is that Tell me. Apparently, I don't know if it's in the book or not, but when she's doing the interviews, you know, making the rounds, trying to sell it, um, yeah. she said that while it makes her uncomfortable that Trump is soliciting information mm -hmm. from foreign leaders on political opponents, it's not quote-unquote impeachable. And the reason she gives is because she says that the money that was being held up made it to Ukraine without Trump getting the information he wanted. Oh, I, I did see that. Yeah. But okay. There, there are reports that they made it there because Bolton released the money. Right. And that Trump and Mulvaney wanted it held up longer. And Bolton was like, no, it can't happen. So he just did it. Right. And so... If that's the case, her defense goes out the window because right. they wanted it held up, which makes it an impeachable offense. And the only mm -hmm. reason it didn't get held up is because Trump is an incompetent leader. Yes, <laughs> very, very much so. Uh, and the more shit that keeps coming out of all these stories, because like, and the other thing I was thinking about, all the people that have been, you know, hired to work in the Trump administration and are no longer working in the Trump administration eventually one or two of those people are going to say something mm -hmm. of why they left or why they were fired. You're not going to be able to hold the alliance of all of these people. No. And, and you're going to get some wacky stories like this. Uh, but it's, it's also not just wacky. It's dangerous. No. It's very dangerous that these people who are in charge of like foreign affairs are worried about Donald Trump enough where they're almost in a way 
trying to get everyone to turn on him. At least that's what I feel is the, the, the whole point of Tillerson and Kelly going to Nikki Haley and being like, hey, help. Yeah, yeah. Now, Nikki Haley didn't work with them. Now, if she had, we'd be in a different situation, most likely, or we could be. Yeah. There are Republicans, and I'm not talking about uh, leaders, like, no, not Congress, uh, but they're like, you know, just party members, regular citizens who do believe that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden have this fucking huge conspiracy, uh, and they're actually working with the Ukraine, and it's like, yeah, but, it's like, guys, but here's the thing, even if that were the case, they shouldn't be testifying here, because this is about that the, phone call. I'm not. I'm not defending them. I'm no, just I'm just telling saying, like, you what people are saying. But even their logic doesn't work. Like that has to be a separate of inquiry. Of course not. They're Republicans. Yeah. Their whole ideology doesn't make sense. Well, it's small a- government, but we want to control everything you say. They're literally a jumbo shrimp. So it's it's their their whole policy makes no fucking sense. This out of everything makes the most sense, and that means nothing. Nah, I suppose that's true. I, I just, I'm so fed up with hearing this stuff <laughs> that I can't wait for tomorrow. Like, I'm probably not going to school tomorrow. Sincerely. Nah. I have, like, I, I think I'm just going to stay home and watch because this is, again, we're not going to see a removal of Donald Trump. So don't get your hopes up. Mm. But what we're going to see is all the stuff that's been investigated. We're going to start to see the people talk about it. We're going to start to see stuff probably stuff that we did not know mm-hmm. is going to start showing up and I, I have to be there to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I apologize if we didn't tell the full story of, of the in, impeachment inquiry. You, you, if you're listening to the show, you probably have a general understanding of what's happening and the whole, like we didn't even start with how this whole thing started, but if you don't know by now and you're listening to us talk, then stop listening to us. Google it and then come back to this. Yeah. And I think maybe in another episode, we'll like, once we start yeah, to we hear can. the public testimony, we can Let's wait dedicate until a whole episode is, just to the yeah. impeachment inquiry. Let's wait till this is over. Uh, because uh, according to Pelosi and Democrats in the House, they want this done by Christmas. They want this before the break and they want the Republicans to sit on this for next year. If that's if it's going to work like that, which I probably I think is probably going to happen, they'll probably come up with the articles of impeachment or not, but I think they will by Christmas. We'll wait until all the info's out. We'll put it together and we'll put up a nice pretty episode for everyone. Yeah, and then yeah, I, I guess that's the Democrats' yeah. uh, Christmas present to the country. Is yeah, impeaching the articles of impeachment. Yeah. Hey, listen, I it, I just want to I I just want his poll numbers to go down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just want them. I want more and more moderate. If there are any moderate Republicans left, I want them to just, Maybe second guess themselves. Oh, there's tons of moderate Republicans left. They just all have to be running in the Democratic primary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Ew. laughs> they are. They're all Joe Manchin no. literally endorsed Trump. No. So, well then, um, <laughs> do we have time for one more? Do you want to talk about Bloomberg this week, or do you want to talk about Bloomberg? Uh, let's next let's week? finish up with Bloomberg. Because why not? Let's finish up with Bloomberg. So, because this is <laughs> so apparently uh, in the Democratic primary race, there is a New York City mayor quota. Yeah. And ever since de Blasio dropped out, they haven't been fulfilling their quota. 
the Blasio was in for two weeks and he, <laughs> like he lived as long as Scaramucci did. Uh, and yeah, now Bloomberg is in. Yeah. <laughs> At least Supposedly. in Arkansas. <laughs> S- <laughs> in a couple Supposedly, of days. Uh, Bloomberg is going to join the race. Well, he, he officially submitted today to Arkansas. Mm. Interesting. Ask me why he started in Arkansas. Why? Why did he start in Arkansas? I have no fucking uh, idea. <laughs> I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but my guess would be that it probably has the earliest deadline probably. to apply. You're, that's probably right. Yeah. But anyway, if he did that in Arkansas, then he's probably going to fully go through with it. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. First of all, this is clearly clearly him panicking <laughs> because he's a billionaire well not just okay. him it's the entire financial establishment yeah. is yeah. panicking exactly and we're gonna get to pros and cons of this by the way because mm-hmm. there are pros to this i think We've some pretty big this. ones actually yeah. yeah but let's start with the cons mm-hmm. one he's running for president yeah. he's a shitty person he's a shitty mayor he was a <laughs> and, shitty mayor yeah yeah people think uh, the blasio is bad yeah, he listen, must not remember he, bloomberg <laughs> Bloomberg was literally a dictator of New York City. Mm-hmm. Don't f- he did the same thing Bolivia did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was a mayor for a lot longer. It went from Giuliani to Bloomberg, and yeah. only recently have we had de Blasio. Yeah. So that big gap in the 2000s was all bloomy. Yeah. Bloomberg's a billionaire. He's panicking because and, Bernie and, and he was a Republican. popular. He was, and then he was in... Then he was a Democrat and then an independent or vice versa. Something He's like that. He's been all yeah. parties. He's been all parties. So you don't know who he is mm-hmm. and no one does. This is, it just frustrates me because he's trying to buy the election that's all this is is he's trying to show the world that like i'm a billionaire trump's a billionaire i can beat trump with my money i think by money wise i think bloomberg has a lot more money than donald trump does i'm pretty sure bloomberg is a multi-billionaire oh yeah bloomberg has i think they said it was like 40 billion to trump's like four supposedly uh he is 53 $53 billion dollars even better and currently Trump Trump's net worth is approximately three billion. It's gone down since he's been a president, mm-hmm. thankfully. So I mean, they're still billionaires, but one's a very, very big billionaire. Oh I don't know. Austin talk. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you think about Bloomberg? Well what, like what what's the point of him of running? All, we don't need anybody yeah. else in the race. As a matter of fact, we need less no. people in the race, no. not more people. Yeah. People are dropping out. Yeah, they should and be that's dropping the other out. Th- that's the other thing that's fucking bewildered me is we've had people running for president all year. All year. We thought when Joe Biden entered the race that he was going to be too late. Yeah. Now, Joe Biden is a, he's the former vice president. So the popularity of being Obama's vice president is what brought him up to the polls. Bloomberg's not going to have that kind of success because this country doesn't want more billionaires. No. It's proven by the numbers that Warren and, Ber- and and Sanders are showing. By those two being two of the top three, it's telling the world, we don't want you. Yeah. We don't want your fucking money but, controlling our politics. But I think it can be good in the fact that he is going after the Say same it. voters Say it. Say that it. are currently backing Biden. Exactly. And also, I think as a side note, currently backing Buttigieg. Yeah, which, not going to lie, a little worried. (laughs) 
<laughs> a little little worried. Get the gay white bread is starting to make a little bit more noise. Yeah. And I I want to like like I said I've said this a thousand times. I wish Buttigieg was a progressive so I could support him. But, but here's not. the thing. He's proving that he's more of a Republican than anything. The, this is one place where the establishment accidentally shot themselves in the foot if they want Buttigieg to be their standard yeah. bearer. Because he has no minority support. No. And so Super no. Tuesday is going to blow up in his face because he's just yeah, going to get it, killed. But it does look like that he's going to at least make it there, which is... Yeah, annoying. I, didn't, I but, honestly didn't think nah. that he was going to even make it there. But, so, But the thing is that... Like, let's say the craziest thing happens and he wins Iowa. And I'm I, talking about Buttigieg or Buttigieg. Bloomberg? Okay. And I, I think I've talked about Which this. Which he could. Yeah. He could, by the way. I've talked about this before, though. Who Do you know who won Iowa in the Republican primary? Yeah, uh, Santorum, exactly. I think. How far did yeah. he make it? I think two more states, yeah, possibly. Exactly. So. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. It can. It can. It, it, it could be like a momentum builder, uh, which it, it would just be scary if he did. Yeah. If he won, just because it would put the possibility that he would, that he could win. And the problem with that is, all of the polls are showing that Bernie, uh, uh, Warren, and Biden would all, or at least, are polling to beat Trump in the general election in 2020. Yeah, much better. Buttigieg than Buttigieg is not. Yeah. Buttigieg is losing to Trump. Yeah. So because the thing is, he's just gay Hillary. We did this already. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now we just took a male and a gay version. Yeah. I and that's apparently that's enough for seven point two percent of this country to support him. But I again, we're talking about Bloomberg. Yeah. We'll talk about Buttigieg more down the line because he's going to be there. Or let's hopefully like, not. <laughs> yeah. No. But your point being that um, there are too many people already in this race. We've like we're trying to empty out the field. Yeah. That's why when Beto dropped, we were like, "All right, finally, now we can stop talking about Beto." But the thing is, uh, it's simultaneously annoying and it could be helpful because the left wing is already spoken for. The mm -hmm. left flank is pretty much split between Warren right. and Sanders. That's not going to change. Nobody's going to no. outleft them. No. And so that all that's left is to divvy up the corporatists. Right. And Bloomberg has name recognition, so he's going to do that. I know, and I really hope he does. So I really hope he does. It should really be, could be Biden and Buttigieg in particular, those two, right. who should be mm -hmm. worried about Bloomberg getting in the race. Yeah. No, this, I don't think this does anything to to Bernie Sanders. It might do a little bit to Elizabeth Warren. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I don't think bit. so. A little bit. I feel like bit. the Warren stands have already picked their... I, you're probably right, but I'm saying there could be a tiny bit of a change for Warren, like maybe a percentage. Yeah. Bernie, I don't think it's affected by this a single bit. I don't think there's one Bernie Sanders supporter that it's like, oh, thank God Bloomberg is running. Now I can support him. Yeah. No. Now, if you are a Biden supporter and you're tired of his dentures falling out in the debates, maybe you do look at a Bloomberg because maybe you don't like Buttigieg because he is proving to be further to the right than a lot of people thought. Yeah. Now, Bloomberg is as well, but maybe you just like Bloomberg more than Biden. And if you can knock off like 5% off of Biden, guess what? A progressive is going to win. Or at least a guaranteed progressive and a somewhat progressive. Yeah. And then there's the whole thing of like having to worry about a brokered convention and all that, but we'll get there when we get right. there. Right? Yeah, yeah. Which, which for a little while, 
it was looking like it could be, and that would not be good for Bernie. No, that would not be good for Bernie, in my opinion. And the thing I, is, we've seen what the Democrats do. I'm still not sure who it would be good for. I I think Biden. And my brain wants my to say too, Biden, but but I mean, I could. Like, I, it sounds I could like Buttigieg has been form. really gone out of his way <laughs> to court superdelegates. I know, and so I That's don't know what, what I'm happens. Saying. Yeah, it's crazy. But but Bloomberg being here. Man, it's just, it's annoying because I don't like him at all. Yeah. Like, it's not saying that I like Biden because I really don't, but I don't hate Joe Biden. I just don't want him to be president. I don't want him to run for president. I really hate Michael Bloomberg. I think he's a terrible person. Yeah. Although, to be honest, I think Joe Biden is equally as terrible. Yeah, you're you're probably right. But I just have more of a hatred for Bloomberg. And I it may, maybe it's, maybe it's irrational i don't know i just hate bloomberg no. i hate his name I hate his website I hate everything about him <laughs> yeah i think <laughs> the college <laughs> i just think that joe biden has actually done more to hurt people on a national level than bloomberg has Well, because he's had a chance to yeah exactly because he's had a chance yeah. to but like look at what bloomberg did in new york city mm -hmm. in the time that he had just the city oh I now know. imagine what no, that's gonna yeah, be bloomberg like Bloomberg is a terrible person but i think joe biden is equally as terrible <sighs> and i wish we could get rid of just all these like I know. old corporatists. They're trying like, so hard. The Democrats yeah. are trying so hard. They they can see the changing of the guard. Mm -hmm. They can see it happening. Yeah. It's slow. And, you know, Bernie might not be the president. I certainly, certainly looking better than he will be yeah. every single day. But he might not be. But the people behind the scenes are scared because the next closest thing is Warren, who for the most part supports the same things that they hate about Bernie. Yeah, so like, at least yeah, tax wise tax and stuff wise, like yeah. that. So I, I just hate the fact that these corporate Dems are trying to squeeze in more of these people, but at the same time, okay. Yeah. Because if Bloomberg does take points away from those two, specifically Biden, it would be really delightful yeah. to see Biden drop like five to ten points. Yes, it would. Yeah. <laughs> if Bloomberg can get like 10%, which is not nearly enough to win. But they draw a little like five from Biden, five from Buttigieg that knocks Buttigieg out. And that pretty much puts Biden behind Warren and Sanders. Yeah. I I don't think that that's what Bloomberg is thinking about. And I don't even know if he's going to get that kind of traction. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's, but yeah. it's not it's not great. No, it's not. It's not, it's not the greatest news. <laughs> so there we go. Ending on a happy. So, note. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy, happy fun times yeah. here at Life in the Left Lane. <laughs> Life in the Bloomberg lane. Oh, God. I don't have enough money to pay those tolls. <laughs> oh, man. How many tires do you have? Because that matters. Um, yeah, that's, that, we're good, yeah. right? Yeah. It's good for today. Yeah, we have so much more yeah, that we're going to have to talk about. I'm just going to have to keep that for next another week. Thing. Yeah. Um, for now, if you want to stay connected with the show, make sure you follow us on Twitter at LeftLanePod. That's Twitter.com forward slash LeftLanePod. We have a Facebook. Uh, Finally. After I went to fight with Facebook for like a week. Yeah. However, if you go to Facebook.com forward slash life, life in the left lane or left lane pod, you won't find us because it's still dumb all over pod. I know, it's not completely there yet, but we did no. get the so, name change approved. Follow us on Facebook.com forward slash dumb all over pod. <laughs> for the meantime yeah um and if you want to support the show which would make us very 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 happy people you can go to patreon.com forward slash left lane 
pod. Nah. That's left lean pod. And then you can find out what Caroline said about me, which was extremely inaccurate and I don't approve. <laughs> you should check it out there because it's extremely hilarious. Not at all. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Not at all. Also, we redid our tiers uh, on Patreon. So it's a little bit more refined. I've studied a lot of Patreon pages. So it's uh it's it's a lot cleaner Mm -hmm. the names are not we haven't done the names so don't you know laugh please don't laugh at our (laughs) names yet (laughs) but not now we'll come up with something but uh we have a lot of cool things and the longer like once austin and i get really settled down we're going to try to you know even add more to it if we can so yeah we want to do more patreon stuff yeah it'll be fun um and let's say, what are we are, are we on every we're on everything right we're iTunes, on everything yep. spotify google play yep. uh find us mm-hmm. left lane pod yep. or life in the left lane yep those are the two things should be good and eventually once we get all of the accounts settled we will have pre-recorded tom so you'll get to yes. hear the same thing every week so yes. don't worry about pre-recorded it. tom will be back in a nice organized fashion <laughs> and but until that then way, that's yeah. what you get. <laughs> Just listen to me yeah. somewhat pretend to know what I'm talking about and yeah. which stumble was, on my own words. Which was the original description of the podcast. <laughs> yes. Tom says things yeah. incorrectly. Yeah. <laughs> Season two, Tom says things incorrectly again. Yeah. <laughs> but this time uh, with a bigger budget. <laughs> yes. Same budget. Same budget. Same budget. Same same budget. (laughs) Zero dollars and zero cents. Uh, Again, that's patreon.com forward slash left lane pod if you want to change that. And that's it. I'm done talking. That sounds good. So we will Uh, see everybody next week. Have a good week. Enjoy your viewing of the impeachment inquiry. Yes. And. Bloomberg's rise to the presidency. Yeah.